Hello, lovers. So, um, last episode we discussed why um, we need you, um, civilians, right? The episode before that, I kind of was just ranting about why civilians should care about sex workers, um, which is kind of what the last episode was too. That's okay. Um, this time I'm going to be talking about something a little bit more specific. Still, why civilians should care about sex workers, but this time why to fully support why to support fully full decriminalization versus partial criminalization like the nordic model or legalization like what we have in vegas right with the legal brothels so i'm going to be reading a piece of literature from decrim now dc i'm not sure if they are the creators of this literature but it is something that i've seen circulating around that really breaks down quite well why um full decrim is the best option now i can tell you why i support full decrim in my own words and that is specifically because i know that when it comes to the criminal justice system uh justice is not blind um there is a racial divide and deficit there is a class divide and deficit and you know the more money you have um the better lawyer you can the better counsel you can get and you know if you're really rich you can hire a team of council members and they can assist you in getting off with whatever fucking crimes you know that's just the reality of it um if you are poor if you are brown if you are queer you are not looking at those same opportunities to get away with uh, breaking the law um that a thin cis white you know person would be looking at uh i said straight oh i said cis sorry cis straight thin white person would be looking at um so that's why i support full decrim because at the end of the day the people that suffer suffer most under criminalization are usually queer um meaning specifically trans and lgbt uh, lgb people usually black or brown you know um sometimes undocumented and we can't want our marginalized communities to suffer the most right um so it is our responsibility and our duty to help them have a better life help us have a better life so um that's why i support full decrim because at the end of the day we could talk about legalization all we want but it's the reality that the only people who you know would be okay under legalization are the people who aren't suffering nearly as much now right because they would have the access to buy into legalization they would have the access to buy all the um uh paperwork that would come with that if you look at the legal legal brothels um there's a lot of paperwork that goes with that there's a lot of you know IDing oneself and things of that nature and it is not just a quick to do um as with being your own boss in sex work now so that's why i support full decrim now uh to describe full decrim in my own words would be to say that it is just removing all laws um in reference to sex work that's really it that's the whole thing it's like there are no laws that say you cannot or can do this thing like there are no laws about having sex as consenting adults you know no one says that you know you can't have sex as consenting adults after 7 p.m on a thursday same thing um we know that it's not illegal we know that it's not specifically legal for two consenting adults to have sex um because the act itself is decriminalized it was never criminalized right um so yeah 
that's what, well, I can't call it decriminalized because it was never decriminal. It was never criminalized, but that's kind of the point that I'm making that um, it would be akin to that. All the regular sex stuff you do, um, sex work would be just like that. You wouldn't have to ever have to explain yourself to your congressman about it or I, I guess a judge or, you know, anyone else. So that's decrim in my own words. Now let's get into the literature, darlings. Okay, so lovers, the movement to provide support and real safety to black and brown people in the sex trade is growing. Okay, that's the first line of this. Decriminalizing sex work removes the threats of arrest for engaging in sex work, police abuse, stigma, and obstacles to resources for many in the sex trades um which is something that i myself haven't gotten a chance to touch on with you guys i think i might have like brushed over it but what happens when you're in um, sex work is that you are um told that you are not to receive a lot of resources that otherwise you may have had access to which is something that's really important to discuss and um I won't even get into police abuse here, not because it's not important, but because there are so many instances of um, you being able to find that information on your own. I'm here to give you a nuanced point of view. Police brutality is not nuanced because we see it every single goddamn day, okay? From physical violence to the sexual assault that sex workers face while in police custody, we have it we have it well it is well documented and the fact that it is still being gotten away with to this fucking day tells me how much people do not give a fuck about women uh um queer people brown people black people and sex workers it lets me know how many people do not fucking see us as human because there is no reason none what so fucking ever that so many people can rape a human being be they over age uh, uh, you know of consenting age or under it and get away with it and keep their fucking job as a cop it happens every single day so i'm not going to touch on it other than what i've just said because if you wanted to you could look it up right now and i i oh baby i will bet you ten dollars and hit my cash app you feel me hit my cash app and ask me to send you the bread i will bet you ten dollars that if you search a police brutality story on today let's say today is a saturday right let's just pick that day out of the week whenever you're listening to this go search a police brutality story on the saturday of whatever day whatever week you listen to this and tell me if you don't five five separate instances reported in the last month five separate instances so i'm talking separate counties separate police officers separate vics separate states whatever five separate fucking instances in which a cop has raped a um someone who was in their care that's what we'll say to that so yeah you you go do that and then you tell me what you find um again i can be reached on all platforms at angelique gray so if you ever want to interact with me let me know what you think a n g e l i q u e g r a y e angelique gray on all platforms so let's talk about decriminalizing sex work so I was telling you that decriminalizing sex work removes the threats of arrest for engaging in sex work, police abuse, stigma, and obstacles to resources for many in the sex trades. We fight for full decriminalization of sex work in which both selling and buying sexual services is decriminalized. 
all decriminalization increases public health and safety while decreasing stigma and barriers to resources. Sex workers tell us this and the data shows it as well. Okay, so let's see what else the literature has to say lovers so we only support full decriminalization of sex work and here is why now i'm going to read this to you um i'm gonna read this to you back to front so i'm gonna go over legalization first legalization imposes a regulatory framework with laws regarding where when and how sex work could take place I'm going to tell you why that's a bad thing. If you are a person who wants to work out of your home and the law specifically says you cannot, you would have to find a separate place and pay for that. If you can't afford it, then you can't work. If you are a person that can only, if the law now says you can only do sex works between the hours of 12 a.m. and 2 a.m., and you are a person who has things to do at those hours, like sleep, you would essentially not be able to work. And if your clientele is trying to see you outside of those hours, you would be breaking the law all over again, which puts you back at the exact same spot you were in. Now, partial criminalization in this instance removes criminal penal penal Wow, that's crazy. I'm going to start over, lovers. <laughs> Partial criminalization removes criminal penalties for sex workers, but continues the criminalization of clients and organizing. I'm going to tell you why this is bad. The problem is, uh, I mentioned this before, sex workers who work together are then um, harassed and told that they have pimped each other out and then they are still prosecuted. So there's that and flip side is that landlords now if they are made aware of a sex worker being in the residence because the buyers are still criminalized criminal activity is still taking place and the renters don't want to be i mean the yes the people who rent um their properties out do not want to be responsible so they kick sex workers out on the street with little to no notice most times now, full criminal, full decriminalization eliminates criminal criminal penalties associated with sex work and related activities or transactions. Okay, so that means we could just mind our fucking business, right? Now, um, for the rest of these, I'm not going to tell you why they're bad. I'm going to let you infer on your own. And so, let's go back over these. Legalization means that new system, similar issues, leads to a two-tiered system of legal and illegal sex workers. Wow, I really should have reread this before I started telling y'all because they covered it. Partial criminalization continues to require sex workers to avoid police. Full decriminalization reduces interaction between police and sex workers. Legalization continues barriers to safety and resources for those outside of the legal framework. Partial criminalization becomes a buyer's market and can require um, sex workers to take more risks to protect buyers and they may be exposed to more violent clients. Full decriminalization reduces stigma by acknowledging sex work as work. Sorry, it says sex work is work. I said as work. My bad. Um, Providers. Legalization. 
provides allocated resources to law enforcement and other government agencies to regulate consensual private behavior. Ooh, infringing on y'all taxes. Sorry, I said I wouldn't butt in anymore. Partial criminalization increases isolation, making it difficult to have a community and social network on the stroll. Full decriminalization increases safety by better enabling client screening, negotiation, cooperation with third parties for safety and transportation. We would all hire drivers if they wouldn't be arrested as our pimps. Legalization requires sex workers to keep up with registration fees, costs, and licenses, which can be difficult for people with little money and resources. Partial criminalization, continuing criminalization of clients often still has discriminatory effect, disproportionately impacting black and brown folks. And let's not forget our trans sisters. That's not up here on this, but I want you to know if you're listening to this, that trans people suffer the most under this type of criminalization. Now, those trans people may specifically be black or brown, but at the end of the day, they are not cis women. Okay, they suffer differently than cis women. They are murdered at higher rates than cis women. And black trans women specifically have a fucking lifespan of 30, uh, an average lifespan of 35 years old. Do you know what that means in the world of modern medicine where people can live naturally to 100 years old and they are not even given a third of life? A third of life. Who? Okay, I'm sorry, I almost cried. Um, let's go back a little bit. I'm gonna start that over. Legalization requires sex workers to keep up with registration fees, costs, and licenses, which can be difficult for people with little money and resources. Continuing, this is um partial criminalization. Continuing criminalization of clients often still has a discriminatory effect, um, disproportionately impacting black and brown folks as well as disabled folks trans folks lgb folks um anybody who's already marginalized in some other kind of way full decriminalization betters public health outcomes including decreased risk of hiv and other stis now um, for any of you who are wondering the reason that uh full decrim would offer a decreased risk of HIV and other STIs. Um, Some of you may be like, well, if they're having sex willy-nilly, I'm sure the STDs will rise. I'm here to tell you that when it's decriminalized, people are not scared to carry condoms for fear of being arrested, which means they can openly protect themselves. When it's decriminalized, people can turn down clients who don't want to wear condoms, who don't want to have protected um, experiences because condoms are not the only thing that keep you from getting an std um dental dams are important just all types of things and getting tested too often is enough to have your insurance flagged in america right now so if it's decriminalized no one's gonna flag my insurance and tell them to mind my business all of a sudden because i'm going to get tested more often And to be fair, sex workers get tested more often than the general public anyway. Um, If you look up the stats on that, typically sex workers get tested quarterly. The average civilian has not ever been tested. So sit with that and talk to your friends. Go get tested together, please, for the love of all that is good in the world. Go get tested. 
But that aside, um, those are the differences between legalization, uh, partial criminalization, and full decriminalization. Um, I'm sorry if any of this was out of order, because most things are (laughs) with me. But uh, as I said, you can find this on uh, Decrim Now DC on Twitter. As I said, it's a piece of literature. It's honestly just one page. It was, you know, much longer me reading it because I kept putting in my two damn cents because I can't shut the fuck up. But um, it's very important that, you know, you just understand why it is so important, so important to us that we have full decriminalization because full decrim keeps us safe, keeps you safe, keeps others safe. Partial criminalization still puts us in a position to have to avoid to have to avoid police and when we have to avoid police that means that when we need them personally i'm never in my life going to go to the cops but when we need them that they can't support us in the way that they need to when we are attacked by someone like joey the player we cannot go to the police we cannot explain our situations to them we cannot ask for the help that we fucking need and that's cruel because lo and behold we pay our taxes too and our taxes pay for the goddamn police force too and so and should we choose we should be allowed to use their services especially when we get hurt in a line of work but you know that's Again, something, uh, uh, what is it, dead horse, something like that. Y'all know where I'm going. Um, so, yeah, there's legalization, which, again, is in Nevada. Partial criminalization, which is known as the Nordic model, because that's where, you know, it's known for. They were, I think they were the first ones to do it, and they thought it would be a great idea. And instead, sex workers were um, suddenly homeless because they were getting kicked out or going to jail for pimping because they were working together and, you know, dying because clients were, uh, more brutal suddenly. Mm. Almost like when you don't listen to sex workers, they get hurt. It's almost like when you don't listen to sex workers, they are the ones who pay the price every time, but, you know, whatever. And then there's full de- decrim, which we support because it helps us, right? And again reduces interactions between police and sex workers which is what we want since as i said earlier go ahead and look up police brutality report right now on a saturday and if today isn't saturday look it up on the nearest saturday to you (laughs) and um it's not funny it's actually really sad um but and i'm specifically talking about america i i i live in a westernized society okay i can't speak for any other places um but you know police brutality is police brutality found so if you happen to find some for places that are not america that should tell you that the problem is more widespread than just us and that should say something to you about the type of people who are drawn to being police um You know, if you are the type of person that gets off on a power trip and that is what allures you to being a a policeman or a police person instead of the fact that you get to help other people, you know, maybe go get a psych eval. (laughs) And also recognize that that job is probably not for you because power-hungry people in positions of power is a recipe for disaster. That's just reality. But yeah, that's not what this is about. And as I said, I promise I will never bring that shit up again. Um, cause I'm not, that's not what this is about. 
um, that's a huge part of what sex workers deal with, and that's a huge part of why sex workers want decriminalization because of the interaction with police and the danger that it itself imposes to us. But you know, I'm black and I'm queer, so that's kind of just my daily reality. Sex work doesn't. I guess it may have added to that, but I'm already scared of cops. <laughs> like, I walked into a Chipotle once and had a panic attack because there was three different cops, um, and I, I had done nothing wrong. I just walked inside, but seeing three cops in tactical gear sent me into a fucking panic attack, and and that's my reality as a black woman in America, watching people that look like me die at the hands of police enough times is enough to create such a visceral response and you know i'd never that never happened to me before i didn't even know it was something that i had to deal with but there i was sitting in chipotle having a panic attack so yeah we don't want to deal with the police anymore than we have to um and decrim would allow us to just live our fucking lives and, and not be scared of police well for the rest of them anyway <laughs> not be not be scared of police because they're supposed to help us um and you know maybe not be afraid of losing our other jobs because it's decriminalized so full decrim is always what we're gunning for when people say decriminalization and then they describe the nordic model which is a um, way of criminalizing buyers in any way shape or form it's not what we're looking for it's not what we want when people say why don't you legalize sex worker tell them to pipe down and speak correctly tell them we want decrim because that's what we want sex workers want decrim sex workers need decrim sex workers deserve fucking decrim okay decrim full decrim so yes full decriminalization is what we're looking for partial criminalization is known as the nordic model and legalization is what we have in las vegas and baby we don't want it so thank you for listening today i know i typically don't really have an outro and that's because i've been just like jamming away at whatever the hell i've been doing and um i just wanted to say thank you for listening to this little three-part mini series um there will be more episodes of me making sex sounds and recording myself fucking myself and that's gonna keep happening that's not gonna stop anytime soon you will have the audio for that one of these days i will give you the videos for them that day ain't today but one of these days i will give you the video for them um stay tuned tweet me email me if you ever want to email me about the show um, I'm trying to decide if I want to do a separate email. Nah, it's fine. I'm going to give you, um, email me at bookchampagne at gmail.com. And that is B-O-O-K-C-H-A-M-P-A-G-N-E-A at gmail.com. If you have thoughts, if you have disagreements, if you want to cuss me out whatever man it's cool send me emails and i will read through them maybe cuss you out of my head and come back and let you know what i thought of them um if you just you know want to shout out your shit maybe your show maybe your shit unedited um as long as it is not actual scat play i'm into it baby so go ahead and send it my way i want to thank you for listening 
I want to thank you for coming back. I want to thank you for tweeting me, DMing me, emailing me. And I appreciate you listening. And if it says that this has no listening, you know, little people yet, and you still hear all these thank yous, it's because I know that they will come. (laughs) Because I come. (laughs) You see what I did there? And I do it on camera. Now, um, but yeah, thank you for just hearing me. Um, as a black woman who's like tiny and, um, I don't know. I'm very loud, but there's a lot of times where I don't feel heard. So having this place where I can just voice my frustrations with life is very comforting to me. So thank you for sitting with me and listening to me and hearing me. Thank you for hearing me. Again, Angelique Gray on all platforms, including Instagram and Twitter. And I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.